0: Are now available on video cassette. Friday, March thirtieth, twenty eighteen. I'm your host, Tom Hunes, along with my co-host, who's equal in host skill. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for throwing that in there. I'm uh, Trevor. We we are your hosts. I you know I, like I know I like usually do the intro, but I you know I never. You know, don't stop now. You're kind of like in it. I I know. I know. I'm Tom Tom U and (laughs) J. All right, Uh, Trevor. Today is a special episode of our '90s movie nostalgia podcast. We are breaking all the rules. rules. Hey, you know that rule book that says that uh, there isn't a rule that dogs can't play basketball? Fuck that book today. We just threw it out of the window. Fuck it. All right. Uh, When, why is today, why is today a special, uh, special Why are we doing that? Yeah, why? Well, what is the, what's the rule we're breaking again? Well, we are watching a movie that, A, you and I have seen recently. Recently in that? Compared to the other movies. (laughs) Like, in In a year or so. Within the last year. Yeah. And we're also watching a movie that we happen to know for sure is a fucking fantastic movie we know this movie is good our guest today has never seen this movie before that is correct so we like we said special episode different rules we have a, a guest who's never seen today's movie hi guest.
1: uh let's get ready to rumble
0: zach willis everybody i zach. Um, zach willis
1: everybody's favorite um, middle kid
0: yeah zach willis thanks for being here
1: unless you watch full house
0: Zach, who you uh who who are you? What are you all about? What what makes you what makes you Zach?
1: Uh that's a very difficult question. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I like to live free. Or die hard? Or die hard. <laughs> Which one?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> you had to choose. If
1: you ask me again and like 20 minutes i'll have a good answer see now everybody minutes. is thinking
0: oh shit the movie there are they doing Die Hard? well you 4? kind of alluded
1: to Airbud earlier the dog well that's basketball. because it's a, a 90s movie that's the format
0: yeah are that's you sure we're sticking to that rule which is talking a lot about 90s movies. well yeah and there's Air no Bud? rule that says that a dog can't podcast with us
1: that would be cool i love dogs um, hey who doesn't yeah, actually,
0: we have had your dog podcast with us, Tom, and yeah, Henry you, gets yeah. really sad when you don't talk to him. A lot. I know most of you out there are probably loyal fans that have listened to every episode, but if you're just joining us, uh, if you listen to our earlier episodes, we used to do it in my apartment, and you could always hear Henry, <laughs> so my sad. dog. But uh, Zach Willis, uh, yes, friend, local musician. You've never seen The Fifth Element?
1: Yeah, we kind of. It kind of averages out because you guys saw it like last year, and I've never seen it. So it kinda...
0: yeah, I saw it probably six months ago.
1: Yeah, I think that that kind of makes it so your rule works out.
0: Yeah, I'm like uh, maybe I'm probably over a year. I'm easily over a year. But how but many? I've t- seen it so many. i was going to say how many times have you seen it? A lot of times. I've definitely seen it twice for every year I've been alive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a couple years there that you're seeing it more than twice. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, I definitely didn't. Well, so this came out. I want to say 1996. Okay. I have. All right. Let's break another rule. We're looking at the back. We're looking at the DVD box. I'm not, and I don't. You're not it, allowed I'm to. I'm not. I'm not don't it. even
1: look in its direction. You know, I saw the spoiler. first four elements. What's the first element? Um, that was the one with Bruce Willis.
0: Wrong. It's hydrogen.
1: Oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, well, doesn't he? he he kills Snape in that movie, the first element. Spoilers. He kills Snape in the first element. In the second one, he moonlights for a while. Uh I think the third one is when the Oh, uh, that's when that's is, when
0: he's uh, like a baby and he's, he's Oh right. It's his inner monologue. The I whole thought time.
1: it was the Okay, yeah. Does yeah, Reginald Bell right.
0: Johnson show up again? Yes. Okay, cool. And yeah, and then uh the
1: fourth one is when the world ends and Steven Tyler's heavily involved, right?
0: He doesn't want to cry.
1: Yeah. He doesn't want to get it, like sleep. he comes out and sings it his to eyes. his daughter and it's a little bit weird. So Zach. Those are the first four elements in case you were wondering.
0: No, I got it.
1: Okay. Uh which is the one where
0: you can't be broken.
1: <laughs> I think it's called the sixth element
0: Unbrokeable. Wrong. Mm-hmm. It's called boron. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> boron. <laughs> You're here for the periodic table of the elements jokes, folks. Um, All right. You haven't
0: seen The Fifth Element.
1: Yeah, no. But you know of its
0: cultural significance.
1: Not even really all that much. Obviously know
0: know of its cultural significance, (laughs) I know that it has
1: Bruce Willis. I know that... Uh, it has the dude who directed the Valyrian movie that I heard wasn't really good. Oh, I couldn't
0: get through that movie. Yeah. I started watching it. Yeah. I heard it was really, I was really disappointed. I believe. Cause that. I heard it was awful and yeah, I'll probably watch it someday. I heard it was awful. I was like, I'll probably watch it someday. And then I did. And I yeah. couldn't finish it. I'm just bad. Yeah.
1: Well, I I'll, feel like that movie is like all visual. Like you don't need to go see it now because unless you own a movie theater, you're not gonna have anything good to watch. Yeah,
0: I'm on. not I'm not that kind of person. Honestly, I might have left the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> no. it, was, it was bad. Wow. Love Fifth Element though. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Fifth Element. Uh it's on TV like every weekend somewhere like on some channel like either sci-fi or fx or
1: i don't have either of those channels
0: well that uh, that's fine i'm not saying this is why you should have seen it by now oh, okay. I, i'm just saying that i'm kind of saying
1: that has it ever been on tbs very funny. oh uh, very
0: funny S- certainly has been tnt but uh it's hey, also no got, drama you <laughs> started naming an actress it's got gary oldman in it oh does it recent yeah oscar oh. winner oh. gary oldman. finally finally I'm um, a huge Gary Oldman fan. Oh.
1: Uh,
0: and like you <laughs> mentioned, Bruce Willis, who in the 90s definitely was uh, a fixture in many of the movies I watched. Whether he was voicing the inner monologue of a newborn baby. Wow. Or, uh, di- or not dying hard. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. Whether it was those two things... Or the fifth yeah, and, and also, uh, well, I don't know. Six Sense was post 90s, wasn't it? It was like 2000, 2001. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Shyamalan showed up late to the game. I'm trying to think of other Bruce Willis movies I may have watched in the 90s.
1: Um,
0: but definitely, it wasn't the first uh, Die Hard for me. It was definitely Die Hard with a Vengeance that was on my radar. Samuel Jackson. It was time. on, yeah, I think it was on more. So, Zach, do you had television? When you were growing up,
1: yes, I had a lot of it. You're
0: a little younger than we are. Yep. So, do you consider yourself a '90s middle kid or just like <laughs> a '2000s middle kid? Like, what was your prime childhood years? I
1: think my prime childhood was still probably the '90s. The '90s. I don't have like the first few years of it. I don't have as much of a memory of, but like the later end of it, I think it's like. So I think. So I think this was '96. Um, it's like the 90s references are more prevalent although the bulk of the references that go around from my age group revolve around Spongebob Um, and that I think came out in like 1999
0: right Spongebob was after my time although I had yeah, as it, an adult visited Spongebob
1: and I, I enjoyed it it's hilarious yeah, it holds
0: it, up it started right around 99 because I remember that was like right around the time that I moved to Maryland, because uh, I moved to Maryland in 2000, and I was not, like, in later on, I would watch SpongeBob and be like, wow, this show's kind of brilliant in some ways, but at the time, I was like, eh, cartoons, I'm done, unless it's The Simpsons, yeah,
1: you know? Right. They made a <laughs> Toulouse-Lautrec joke in SpongeBob. I mean, that's that's some highbrow oh, yeah. art jokes.
0: Gotta put some stuff in there for the parents.
1: Yeah, and they did. But, uh... Talking about Bob. <laughs> Uh,
0: but uh, so, uh, what do you know about the Fifth Element?
1: Bruce Willis. Okay. Apparently now I know that Gary Oldman is in it. You yeah. spoiled that already. Um, the director is that guy. Um, it has it has that one lady in it who is in. Uh, Was she in the Resident Evil movies? You are correct. Yes, nailed it. Uh, and I know that people. Uh, have shouted multi pass at me a lot. And I, <laughs> <Good. we're>, multi pass. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I think it might have something like similar to an easy pass.
0: Yes. Um, well, but it's for multiple things. <laughs>
1: multiple. Uh,
0: Imagine if you lived in a world where you had some kind of photo ID that you used for many things, like f- that you had to show anytime you were going somewhere or doing something important. Or I had to prove who you were.
1: I have but, to do that with a normal photo ID. What? Yeah.
0: I what are you talking about? You
1: always show people your ID. What you ID? mean your it's multi-pass? A, yeah. Oh. Right. No,
0: you mean your driver's license.
1: To get into the bar? Yeah, That's your multi-pass. Oh, a pass. Yeah. A driver's license. Driver's
0: pass. Do you use your driver's license for multiple things? To get into the bar? It's like a multi-pass. Yeah, it's like a multi-pass. Get into it's the multi-pass.
1: bar? Bar? That's pretty much all I use it for yeah well then when's the last time you guys showed someone your i d
0: when i uh well because I have such a youthful looking face uh sometimes they ask me mm-hmm. for it uh at the um liquor the liquor store at the liquor store, and then they just laugh at how old I am yeah <laughs> I also get that um especially if i if I shave yes, you get like the the baby face comment a lot oh yeah uh but uh you know living here in frederick maryland i uh I, I frequent the same places a lot, so they all kind of know know me by now. Cool, that's yeah. good. That's good. Zach, I think that you should give us what you think happens yeah. in the Fifth Element. Run us wow. down the plot. Run us down the plot. The whole entire thing. I would like the arc.
1: Okay. <laughs> um. Let's see. The Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. So it's
0: first of all, what year is it when it starts?
1: Uh. Oh God. 2012
0: okay perfect the world is ending john cusack's there
1: john cusack is there (laughs) tom
0: hanks is. and his
1: family is uh really stressed out and i think so it has something to do with aliens so i think the world is ending because of aliens um and john cusack no it's John Cusack probably dies in the first like five minutes of that. I don't think he's in it. I think no, you you're, got, you're messing good. with me. You're good yeah. so far. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. No, actually you're surprisingly accurate right now.
1: Yeah. Uh Bruce Willis shows up and takes over for the rest of the film, which is honestly interesting that they even they just grabbed John Cusack for that short of a time. It's a short role for him, but it was a huge one. He was big in the nineties though. I mean, he really like he he was doing his thing, right?
0: Cusack was. He's, Cusack? Yeah.
1: He, he said anything. Um, that was the 80s.
0: Yeah, it was the 80s.
1: Oh. Well, you know, it all blurs together because I blank. was born in 93. Right? Okay. <laughs> um,
0: the 80s were a real blur for you.
1: Yeah, it was a real blur for me. So, okay. So, okay. So, let's let's speed through this. Okay. Bruce Willis. He goes to space on a rocket ship reserved strictly for rich people. Um, And Ooh, then pretty good. he yeah. goes.
0: Matt Damon's there.
1: Matt Damon is there. <laughs> <laughs> He goes into outer space, and it takes him to a completely different galaxy um, where there are constant stops all over the place where he has to show people his multipass. But the problem is <laughs> he doesn't have one because he stowed away on the rich people's uh, spacecraft, and so he has to get one, and so he pretends to be Jude Law um, and steals Jude Law's identity uh, to get the multi-pass so that he can continue to do his thing. Right. And right. so a lot of the movie is Bruce Willis trying really hard uh, to pretend he's Jude Law.
0: And there's, like, a little, like, Haley Joel Osment guy with a little, like, robot bear.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's it's crazy. Um, the robot bear keeps telling Haley Joel Osment, hey, that guy's dead, but Bruce Willis is alive the whole time. Um, and so I think... Yeah, so I think it pretty much just ends. And then it just ends. Yeah. I think eventually time passes and he just dies. So then he does die. Yeah, and that's yeah. the whole movie. So when, was- and
0: uh, what about the post credit scene that sets up the, the fifth element cinematic universe?
1: Well, it doesn't set it up because there were four elements before oh, it set right, setting right, it up. But right. he does eventually- Well, then the one,
0: you know, getting to the fifth element <laughs> Infinity War...
1: Yeah, well, it was weird that they didn't really start the whole universe part until the fifth one. Like, yeah. all the other ones were set on Earth.
0: Well, there's a lot of elements on the periodic table. They that's need to kind of group a couple of them together. I think five at a time is pretty good, actually.
1: I mean, yeah, but they haven't made another one since then.
0: Oh, uh, you just haven't seen it yet.
1: Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's it.
0: It's this sixth through tenth elements. Art, wait, so hold on. Let's back up. Just a second here, Zach. Are you telling me you haven't seen this? Um, because, how much of the plot did I just get right? Wow. I mean, you're right. He he stows away on a rocket ship. Uh, Mila Jovovich never shows up. <laughs> he has he, he can't find a multipass. He goes to some places in different galaxies, and then he dies and eventually. John Cusack, just John it? Cusack, Jude Law, and Haley Joel Osment <laughs> are all there as well. Yep.
1: That's a John Cusack cast. dies
0: immediately. Yeah,
1: if, he, if Bruce Willis actually dies at the end of this, i to be mad that you just spoiled it for me.
0: You already spoiled it for yourself.
1: Oh, you're right. yeah. Wait, is this the part where you guys spoil the movie for me? No, no.
0: no typically, we've done like uh, at least one other episode where we had someone who had not seen it. Yeah, um, Molly hadn't watched. Oh, Home Alone. right, Home Alone. I've right. seen
1: about half. I've listened to half the episodes of this podcast. <laughs> we gotta. Oh, right. oh, you
0: know what? Hey, while we're here. Let's thank. Uh, let's take a second. Let's thank our Patreon subscribers. Thanks, Patreon subscribers. And in particular, thank you, Zach, for becoming our <laughs> most recent Patreon subscriber. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, me. Here in uh, Maryland, uh, if you're listening, uh, you may have gotten a bunch of snow uh, and <laughs> pretty much all week because I've been. We've been hanging out <laughs> together because we're all neighbors. And uh, while I was making food and Zach was standing in my kitchen, he decided to uh, subscribe to our, our Patreon for the annual podcast. So thank you to Zach and thank you to uh, everyone else out there. He did not make
1: it. me food for that. No.
0: I just no, want to point no. that out. I was not making food for Zach at all.
1: No. Um, but that's okay because <laughs> it just goes to show if you spend enough time around Tom, you'll give him three bucks a month. Yeah. Or more.
0: I have not found that to be true. Oh. Yeah, that's true.
1: Oh yeah, Trevor does not support the Patreon.
0: But I get way more than three dollars a month in your personal free time. It's a true, month, so. my, time, <laughs> my time is very valuable. Oh yeah, are we getting paid for this? Ooh. All right. Uh, so, uh, any other thoughts on the fifth element? So, without spoiling anything, Trevor, what, uh, what, you got any associated memories with this one? Um, other than like watching it. All the time, so I don't. I don't want to spoil it again too much, but I just, I remember as a as a kid, one of the very first times seeing this, being blown away by the height of the city. Cities, you know how the cities yes. are very high in the air. Yes. So the city floats. No, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> no.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Other things might. Oh. I liked that part. <laughs> uh how else can i can no I, very cool well and, and like his, like let's say um his uh, bruce willis's occupation his occupation in the m- movie was cool it's cool and also really f- and s- really fluid with the plot mm-hmm. uh and also uh, uh this is kind of well, this is a spoiler kind of <laughs> i guess
1: that's okay the we're, the we're dj
0: I, yeah yeah the uh, chris tucker okay chris tucker oh we're saying we're going to say it Chris, chris tu- Tucker Chris Tucker, oh, this is like probably my my favorite chris Tucker movie huge Chris Tucker moment in time, yeah, when like perfect example of taking um a relatively small role in comparison to everything else in the film and just fucking nailing it just running with it yes yeah. and like God, oh the direction 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 of this movie I think is fantastic, but also. Uh, it definitely let lets all of the actors play to their strengths, and I got to say, as far as Bruce Willis goes, I know he's become like this sort of like archetype uh, action hero, grizzled war veteran kind of person in, sure. in today's spotlight. But like, I think he's like as far as his action movies go, this is uh, he's top tier. Yes, yeah, he's best at the movies. top of his Bruce Willis action star. Absolutely. Game. But again, too, like you, you know, he hasn't done a lot of sci-fi, and no, Armageddon does not count.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask: uh, Is this one of those movies where, like, everyone else is all made up, but Bruce Willis is literally just Bruce Willis? <laughs> yes, no,
0: no, this is not a last action hero kind of situation.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's
0: very much Bruce Willis, but uh, you know, he fits in. He fits in fine. Okay, uh, Zach, I'm curious when we get back. Hopefully, you will remember what you think Gary Oldman's accent is Oh yeah actually any... I am also curious about that because it is it's something It's great. Oh. Okay. Okay. You guys ready to watch this? Yep. I'm fucking ready. I'm very excited.
1: I don't know what to expect. This sounds pretty wild. Good. Great. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right everyone, uh we again
0: uh let's all just get this out of the way now. Uh, This week's episode is brought to us by the Record Exchange in Frederick, Maryland. Thanks, Record Exchange. So, here's how awesome the Record Exchange is. I purchased my own personal copy of The Fifth Element from the Record Exchange. I left on my way to the theater, (laughs) and I had forgotten my copy. (laughs) So. On my way to the theater, I passed by the record exchange. I went in there, and I asked them, hey, do you have any copies of The Fifth Element? Oh uh, God. And guess what? They gave me a two-discs Ultimate Edition. It's got over 120 minutes of special features. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, great... Great guys over there at the record exchange, Frederick Maryland. Also a location in Silver Spring. So you're saying you could have walked? Well, I was was on my way. I had an appointment (laughs) that I didn't want to be late for. Um, Otherwise, yes, I would have gone back. Either way, great guys. Go uh, get a record, get a DVD, get a video game, exchange something. Say hi to Soren. Say hi to Soren. Hi Soren. And, um, yeah. And so we're watching this on DVD, but uh, there's a, like, honestly, if you want to pause this and then wait and just look at the TV guide, <laughs> and, it'll be on in about 15, 20 <laughs> yeah, minutes. And I'm sure it'll be on. Yeah. in about 15 or 20 minutes, uh, on some channel somewhere. Or, uh, you can, uh, I don't know. Is it on Netflix? We should, probably. Yeah, I probably. think it was for a time. Uh, if it's not there, it's probably on Hulu or one of those other.
1: It's on a streaming app. It's on a streaming app. Yeah. It's right? never been recommended to me. What? Never. If it's on one of those.
0: Wait, just real quick. Never. You know, before we go, what? Like, you know, that this is a movie that like people love, right? Yeah. Like, and you're like a you're a cultured person who likes movies. I'm just curious, yes. like, why have it's never like made it to?
1: I don't know. I'm not really sure. It's never. I don't know.
0: Well, you know what? I gotta say, you know, I'm like I'm just curious because like for me, I'm about to I'm about to say something that's gonna upset a lot of our listeners. Oh God. I've never seen Blade Runner. Oh. It's fine.
1: It's you good. own Blade Runner.
0: I own it because I was like, I need to I need to watch this. It's on my it's list. It's not of a movies. 90s movie. I don't think any of our listeners care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I need to watch this movie. So I bought it and I still haven't watched it. Yeah, you should watch it. It's watch fine. It.
1: Yeah. 2049 but I feel like, better.
0: I feel like mine. <laughs> wow. I know some diehard Blade Runner fans that would disagree. I liked I them both.
1: I don't care what they have to say. <laughs> All right. The best part of Blade Runner was that speech at the end and that's it. Oh, wait. I have one more thing that I want to oh, ask. for Spoilers. Me. Yeah, there's yeah. a speech. Uh, All I want from you, uh, pick seven words on the back of that case to describe this movie to me, and that's it.
0: I mean, I feel like if you were at a rental store, you would read the whole thing.
1: No, just seven words. I'm illiterate, and I only know a few words. Okay,
0: I got this. Um, Cab. Dallas. Hero. Bear. Thousand. Perfect. Weapon. So I pretty much
1: nailed it with my description.
0: That's good. You were close. All right, folks. However you do it, find it and uh, watch The Fifth Element. We'll be right back. Hey, listeners. Thanks for listening. And I just have to say, I am sorry. I know that it's Saturday afternoon when this went up. Not our usual Friday. My fault. I left for South Carolina for the week. It's my spring break, and I forgot to get this ready for upload. But I'm back, and so is now available on videocassette. And you're listening to Middle Kid right now. Uh, and uh, our friend Zach Willis, who's on this episode, this is his band. Uh, I got this off of Bandcamp. I just, you know what? I just Googled Middle Kid Bandcamp. When you do that, you'll find this, and you should download it, and you should maybe give Middle Kid a couple bucks for it because they're great, and we love Zach. Anyway, thank you for listening, and I hope you're enjoying The Fifth Element. Uh, Remember, you can always email us at nowavailableov at gmail.com. You can support us at patreon.com slash the annual. And also, don't forget, the annual has a bunch of other content that you can check out, and you should do it. Uh, Go to annualpodcasts.com and check it out. Thank you for listening. Fifth element, Jean Baptiste Emmanuel <laughs> Zorg. Zorg. I know, I know, I know. All right, Zach.
1: First impression, right out, right out the gate. That was beautiful. Um, Do I you really, really mean that. Yes, I mean, I w- as, um I said it during the movie. Is like that nineties campiness is like you can't beat it, and I feel like that movie really had it. But also, just like you know, it was really good. There were some parts where I was like, this is a little heavy handed. Um, the same was true for me with the matrix, so the whole like love thing, like the whole like love angle conquering everything. I don't sure.
0: understand that
1: happened in the matrix.
0: Oh, you all you need is love. Yeah, what do you what do you
1: I'm talking about like the whole like love conquering everything. You it's mean boron. Weird. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Boron the is element. the fifth element. Boron. boron. Yeah. Is it actually the fifth element? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't know science. I think it's boron. Oh.
0: Oh, you mean literally?
1: Literally is boron. Boron's number 5. Mhm. Yeah. You guys note how just like as soon as we started talking about science, this podcast just got like forty times more boring. It just railroad more boron, <laughs> and we're back. All right, um, okay, but, like, yeah. You know the love thing and the like the her like literally Google searching war and just, well, like have and just like crying. To me though, that like, makes okay. sense because she's
0: going through like she's going through the dictionary of the last five thousand years alphabetically, and you know. Law she gets to W, and you know, wars, uh, wars, you know, in there when you get to W. Why was Leeloo, who is the fifth element, the divine being supreme, completely incapacitated at the end of that film? I, th- I mean, I think she's had a day. First of all, she has only been like fully reincarnated for like less than two days, yeah, and she's like. I think it also implies when Zorg is shooting at her that she takes, like, I think she takes some bullets. Okay, so I was wondering that. Was she shot a bunch of times? And so most of the movie when she's just, com- like, super tired all the time, is it because <laughs> she's recovering from critical wounds? Well, yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, she was rebuilt. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. Or was she completely debilitated by the fact that she learned about war and she's so sad because why is life even worth saving? Like, yeah, why not just wipe it out? I don't know. That's her job. Right. But again, yeah, your job. I, hey, have you ever, <laughs> hey, you ever been at your job and been like, why?
1: Why am I doing this? Every day. Wait, no, I'm not supposed to say that. This well, is, I mean, I'm like. a public
0: thing. I am a teacher and I do yeah. like, you know, I enjoy teaching and sure, there are moments where it's all worth it. But there are certainly days where I'm like, what's the fucking point? Why am I doing this? Right. Well, you know, we've chosen jobs that all of us, where we think that we're helping people and we don't generally hate ourselves for doing our jobs. Sure. Some people right. do. I assume hate themselves. I would hope jobs. so. Oh, yeah. So Leeloo Considering has to some of the <laughs> jobs that are out yeah. there. Oh, right. yeah. I hope <laughs> that some people hate themselves for doing their jobs. <laughs> but Leeloo should feel good about they her go job. They go to bed at night on giant piles of money. Yeah. <laughs> Hate them. Oh, Is it must worth be it? We'll let you decide. Must be terrible. Uh, anyway, I was just curious what your thoughts on why she was so tired. Was it because she was shot a bunch of times by a Mondo gun or was it because she was sad about war? I think be both. I really think it comes down to she's mostly sad. She's like, oh, I've been waiting 5,000 years to do this one thing and to save to save what? A bunch of squabbling moron douchebags? Good point. <laughs> Good other point. The planet Earth. Okay. One yes. of the things it says over and over again is that she is the supreme being sent to Earth to save the universe. Yes. Sent to Earth Now th- to save the whole universe. This is something that happens every 5,000 years, and I do believe that it hasn't always been Earth. Okay. Otherwise, that would insinuate that Earth... Well, as you pointed out, it's only 5,000 years old. And that's no. Um, because it kind of insinuates at the end that the the big ball of hatred and evil becomes Mr. A, sec- Shadow. a second moon. Which would mess up the tides. Sure. I mean, it might mess them up. The Earth. Or just change them. Or make them awesome. Yeah. yeah. Double high tide. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah. I don't know. Why Earth? Yeah. Why Earth? So why Earth? It's attributing some sort of Earth-centric importance to the universe, which is fine if you're trying to save all life on Earth and you're from Earth. You know, I consider myself pretty conservationist. But if you're another alien species, why is Earth so important if you're the good guys? Why is it so important if you're the bad guys? Mr. Shadow, the bad guy. Sure. Yeah, why not just go, like, wipe out – wipe out life – Somewhere else. <laughs> Literally anywhere else in the universe. Yeah, because I mean the idea was that Mr. Shadow was going to wipe out all life, like all sentient life. I don't know. Yeah. Is it like a mass effect situation? Maybe it's know. just
1: like a coincidence. It just happened to be at Earth, you know? This is like I'm gonna kill everyone.
0: Yeah. So other other things that were going on with this lore was that um the the idea was the supreme being fifth element. Uh, also, is not just a super weapon against evil, but it also can create life in the farthest reaches of the universe. It says so. It that beam that she shoots out of her mouth. Oh yeah, I, I can imagine is some sort of a terraforming kind of beam. Sure. Just, shoot it at Mars and just but make some again, life there. <laughs> again, too, it uh, like I, I don't. Uh, you know, stuff is said and stuff happens in this movie. And it just – it doesn't assume that, like, you need everything explained to you. Which, which is, is something great. Which is something that I, I think makes this movie just go and work yeah. so well. Like, from the very beginning, like, the like the benevolent, robot, waddling, mm-hmm. big, weird – Montechewa. Yeah, yeah, Montechua. those guys. Like, who are they? Why are they there? Did they build the pyramids? Who knows? But, like – Okay. It's assuming well, they're it's setting in Egypt. Yes. So probably. But also too, the way that it sets up like, hey, look, uh th- this guy Cornelius in the future, like it's probably seen as like, oh, just some religious priest guy yeah, but, one of the million cults. Yeah, but oh uh it's just like ancient aliens.
1: Yeah, you know. And
0: that's yeah. cool. He shit. and his friends have yeah. been talking to ancient aliens for millennia. Yes. Which is really cool. Uh, is And Lelu, she's not really Montachiwa, but she's, she's engineered. She's, she's bioengineered. An, bioengineered. To be somewhat perfect, which apparently looks human. I guess that's fine. Sure. Because it was hard to find other actors that weren't.
1: That human. has to be so hard to cast when you're like, we're, we need to cast literally the perfect example of a human. It's hard. Yeah. Mila Jovovich does a fine job, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay.
0: But, okay, so uh, this movie, the uh, visual effects, I feel like hold up. Very pretty well, well. Yeah, there were some well. moments
1: where i was like that's dated but for the most well, part, well but yeah. like
0: i mean anytime computer is going to be involved it's yeah. going to somewhat look dated however i still i would say it looks better than most of the computer animated oh, yeah. stuff 100%. that you see today and that's because in this case it's computer animated things against practical sets mm-hmm. and i think that always works better and like so much oh man the pra- the, the sets in this movie are awesome just like oh, yeah. simple things like uh Corbin Dallas's apartment Mhm so good uh, mm-hmm. so great the 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 airport <laughs> the um, food truck the food truck food truck boat food yeah, And then boat truck. the costumes and not just uh not just like the human costumes but just like the the practical practical effects of the the Mangalorians is that what they're called Mangalores mm, Yeah Mangalores Mangalores the yeah. space mm mm-hmm. Mhm uh, those amazing sporks. sports, sporks, <laughs> sporks. <laughs> it's good. Um, uh, uh, all of that was just so, so good. And also, and, um, it done in a style that wasn't just like clearly trying to emulate, I guess, what was going on at the time or what was going on right before. Yeah. But- I, I like it. It's, it's messy. In the way that I think the future tends to get messy and that like when you see really streamlined futures of just everything sleek and beautiful and, you know, with this idea like it was all planned, it's not ever how it's happened. The future just ends up just being a hodgepodge of weird shit that gets thrown (laughs) together. Well, that's – it's just like when you look at the design of the fashion or the weapons or the vehicles, you look at them and you're like – that's so weird. Like, why Why would it ever be that way? But then when you think about, like, you know, if you showed someone what we looked like, you know, 300 years ago, they would probably think it was pretty Luke weird. Luke Perry. You know? Luke Perry would be like.
1: Basically what we looked like. What's then. going on? According <laughs> to that movie, we were Luke Perry 300 years ago. So, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, they they were wearing what people wore in the 1914s. 19, in the 1914s. Yeah. Luke Perry in the <laughs> Luke Perry in the 19 one 19210 You know yeah he got pretty
1: high billing for how short of a time know. he spent I know it's in like and Luke and Lucas, Lucas Perry. <laughs> as, <laughs> Perry as Perry as
0: <laughs> guy who in the past the guy
1: yeah he wasn't Aziz, that's for sure
0: no uh editing editing is flawless so good. one of the biggest strengths of this movie by far oh absolutely yes. um And there's just so much going on with it. We are talking about how we've seen this movie so many times. And for me, it gets better every time I see it because there's just so much going on and you just notice little details about the set and about the editing and just different things about it every single time that makes it more fun to watch. So Trevor, was it you that uh, pointed this out to me? I think it was like well over a year ago. We were hanging out. We were talking about this movie and you pointed out That in this movie, the main protagonist and the main antagonist, if you consider that to be Bruce Willis and Gary Oldman, they never cross paths. Nope, they don't. They never see each other or talk to each other.
1: I didn't even think of that. Not once. That's crazy. It's awesome.
0: It is awesome.
1: (laughs) Can we talk about Gary Oldman for a minute? Yes, please. Let's take a
0: moment. What
1: was that voice?
0: Have you thought of what you the guys, accent is? You you guys guys good. Warned me because like as, as soon as you're like, oh well, it's some kind of like uh, deep deep Southern American or, like, South. Yeah, but then and and that's there, but then there's like some like weird nasally stuff happening. Something happening. I don't know. And I think it's a brilliant choice on on Gary Oldman's <laughs> part. Like well,
1: who chose the soul patch?
0: I hope, I hope him. I hope him. I I hope he came to like the <laughs> the, the costume designer, the makeup, wardrobe, everything, like everything, dressed. and it was like, "Hey, I have this i have got this vision. And- <laughs> very tall collar, very tall, half head shaved, plastic. Oh, plastic yeah, I've got this over weird it. plastic thing covering half my scalp. Wait, was that? Also, I have a weird little elephant pet. Elephant snout pet." Yes, and right. I and I got a we I'm got it bad for cherries, and I got and some I, leftover barbecue sauce. And at one point, I want the <laughs> evil comet to call me to and drip. just drip it,
1: yeah. drip it down <laughs> just barbecue tr-
0: sauce. Barbecue <laughs> you
1: know. that was definitely barbecue sauce. It was so not was like, blood,
0: unless he is actually an alien. I was like, yeah. you better look well, that, and maybe he is. Maybe he's part you of it. with a last oh, name yeah. like Zorg. Other Zorg. that's another weird thing about his character and and the lore of what's happening. At one point, Mr. Shadow, we yes. come to learn, is contacting Zorg. And they have been in correspondence for at least a little while. Yeah. That's true. He sends out radio waves to Zorg. Now, the thing only showed up 48 hours before. And they have, like, a good in, relationship. In some kind of physical form. In some sort of physical like, form. That's another thing that I think is cool and interesting about the, this, this universe is that, like... Really, the the bad guy is just pure evil. Space like, devil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Space evil. Satan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Space. space <Space-al-bub. laughs> Spacefer. Spacefer. Oh, that's it. Hi, <laughs> right, we're Spacefer. We're a speed metal man. I'm down. Let's okay. Yeah. Let's do it. It's a really yeah. Let's do it. Space metal. Yeah. Space, space metal. metal. Yeah. Wait. Did I say speed metal? I meant space metal. Space metal. Spaceifer. Oh man. Um. Shit. That was. Uh, I don't know where we go from that. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. Spacefer was somehow contacting Gary Oldman, uh, Jean Baptiste Emmanuel Zork. <laughs> and and Zorg is this chaotic evil. I'm gonna go with evil. You guys were thinking maybe he's chaotic neutral. I, I he's, feel like he's, he's evil. chaotic. He's evil. He's killing people randomly because he's mad and disappointed. Sure, that's okay. fair. All right. disappointed
1: disappointed yeah you know, yeah oh yeah and he blows movie. up the guy he, he blows, blows up, up lots
0: of people he blows up his henchman that's using a phone booth yep 300 years in the future awesome
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'd blow that guy up too it was like why are you using a actually phone booth?
0: at this point 200 years in the future Oh. because it starts in 1914 and it says 300 years later oh, okay so it's we're, coming so we're 100 years later from the very oh, beginning of the movie Yeah. i
1: mean we're almost there and we're practically bruce
0: willie in fifth element Really? Flying taxi cabs
1: in two hundred years, I could see us maybe getting closer to that point. I hope, maybe. Not. Yeah, I hope no, not I good. don't
0: want to live in that. I no, want to live not in even Star remotely, Trek. But like, Star Trek would be. Let's do some post scarcity, please. Yeah. Yes,
1: I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not going. Yeah. It's not going down that road. You know, I don't want to live there either. But that's just what's going to happen.
0: All right. No, I <laughs> you honestly. Saw how
1: big that McDonald's was.
0: No, no, they really. No, they represent a, like a capitalist consumerist society in the future that doesn't like we destroy ourselves way before that society ever comes to any sort of yeah, fruition. Right. Like it, yeah. Oh, I love the dumbass police state please yeah. stay a totalitarian police state but everything's where, like, like automated they all suck like it, well, the police kind of suck well yeah because like because most of the time every like protocol and stuff is automated and they're clearly in need of some updates yeah right like, right it good. was automated like 50 years ago yeah <laughs> with just like machine guns that will just shoot you if you do something bad yeah if you don't put your your hand on the on the yellow spots mm-hmm. yellow spots um so in terms of the pacing and editing in this, Something that I really uh, loved was that, like, when you think about this, you think of it, this as, like, a Bruce Willis action movie. But really, he he's just... It's really more of... It's an ensemble yeah. uh, fucking story that, you know, there are huge parts of it that have... You know, you don't see Bruce Willis, your typical action hero, and... uh you have all these, all these different forces, and with different goals and different aims going for it. You've got the Federation. You got the Mangalores. Mm-hmm. You got the Zorg. Zorg Corporation. He Zorg. who owns Bruce Willis's cab company. and Right. Fires yeah. Them. And then you got the priests. The, yeah. Uh, That's so all got, interconnected. Yeah. Bilbo. Uh, you got Ruby Rod. Oh my gosh! How have we not talked about Ruby? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Ruby Rod,
1: (laughs) y'all can super green. You convinced me that Chris Tucker wasn't going to have like the biggest role in this, but that was the best role in this movie. It was a great role, far and away. And like, I love like the androgyny
0: of his character design. He just owned it. Yeah, hundred percent. So funny, just like. Really on top of it. And he just shows up and then he's there for the, the rest of the movie until after they save the world and then he's just like, I hate you guys, I'm leaving. And he just leaves and you don't see him again yeah. in the in the <laughs> epilogue yeah. at all. Yeah, <laughs> he's totally, totally. Gone. yeah well, because he's totally just kind of like along for the ride and like as soon as shit goes south on the on the the floss and paradise spaceship, he's just kind of like, Oh, Bruce Willie is my number one best shot of getting out of here alive. Right. And he's yeah. supposed to be interviewing the whole time. He hates Bruce Willis, Corbin Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Which Cor- is – Corbin my man. Another th- cool <laughs> thing about it is like they don't reveal like just like, s- like in any kind of straightforward way that Bruce Willis is any kind of badass <laughs> until – the military people show up at his apartment and they're like hey time to come out of retirement and it's like we the end of the act yeah. 2 yeah and it's well and it's like it's also like the end of the movie where they're finally on the ship and he's just like oh yeah guns i know how to use those oh this weird grenade i know how to use this i'm a fucking badass yep. count to 10 yeah he kills <laughs> yeah.
1: everyone let's
0: negotiate boom shoot Not you right, right between the eyes headshot Oh, uh, there was a nut shot. Zach, you found it. Yeah. Thank he, you. Uh,
1: yeah, he nut... She nut the orc. Space orc. The spork. Space, the spork. Spork. Yeah. Yeah, that was nuts. Where uh, are they from? Mangalore? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh. Like Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Exactly. armor. They're all <laughs> clones. They're <laughs> all
1: <laughs> clones. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. I figured really it out. Liked, I really liked how that one orc just really liked... He, like... There was that scene where he had like the head of the one dude, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Dude, snap out of that! You gotta, you gotta stop doing that." And then later in the movie, you see him in that same disguise.
0: Yeah, they could kind of do like an alter self kind of, or at least disguise self mm-hmm. type. I just shape like that shift.
1: he he kept picking the same person. It's like you can tell that orc had an attachment to that specific look. Yeah, and yeah he was yeah, just was yeah, like, yeah. This is this is me. You gotta accept me for that. Oh mm, man, I like
0: that. Yeah, I would I would maybe choose. It might be easier to like. I imagine if I was going to shapeshift into something, it would hurt a lot.
1: Yeah. You know, if
0: I'm like yeah. with my skin, and so might as well do one that you can go quickly into. That's true. Well, it's interesting. Mangalore's skeletal system is mostly cartilage.
1: Oh, I see. I know that oh. from that.
0: Yeah, I have a, uh, I've read about it.
1: Do you write uh, your dissertation yeah. about the fifth element? How many Xeno- dissertations?
0: Xenobiology geno, was my uh, minor in college. <laughs> of so. course. Do they have acid for blood too? No, 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 cool. no. No, no, but Zorg does.
1: I'm into what that part. Oh. also but it's also
0: his blood's great on ribs.
1: Um, oh, It's acidic. <laughs> sure, it's
0: vinegar-based.
1: I really wanted to talk about the fact that uh, I know in a lot of the movies we talk about like what's problematic about it, I really wanted to talk about how great it was that they had like that moment. Yes, it has, like consent. Yes. yes. Like, he's, like, trying to go in for the kiss, and she's just like, whoa. Yeah. She yeah,
0: says, whoa, with a gun to his head. Yeah. she. Yeah. yeah he. So, yeah, she's, like, uh, passed out. He goes in for a kiss. She puts a gun to his head. She says something in her ancient language. And then when he asks the priest what it translates to, it means never without my permission.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. It is really good. Which is very different from Blade Take Runner. Take that,
0: Casper. I, I feel like... Towards the end of the film, okay, the very end of the film, there's a little bit of a, a twist there on that in that uh, in order to save the world, the fifth element apparently isn't born its love. And Corbin has to uh, confess his love to yeah. Leeloo. Yes. Uh, and in, in order to show her that there's things to save in the universe. But what if what if he just liked her? As a friend. Yeah. What if he was like, hey, I think you're really great. We just met less than 48 hours ago. Let's see where this goes. Yeah, they jumped into that really fast. We haven't really had a full conversation ever. Hey, fools rush in.
1: I think in the grand scheme of things, she'll probably just be like his rebound because he seems like he's not really over his like wife. He's not over his wife. I, I don't know he keeps
0: was, talking about how he's looking for the perfect woman, and then like literally, literally, the, literally the, the supreme perfect. being falls into his life. That's according literally. to yeah. the Montachiva. Well, is. I mean, that's who's he to disagree? Under, right, that's their version yeah. of the supreme person. At yeah. least he
1: can recognize it. He's like, I've been sitting here bitching and moaning, asking for the perfect woman. This is literally the perfect woman. I'm just going to go all in on it. So I guess
0: what it's suggesting is that because of the way that everything seems to have fallen into place, it's like a fate thing. Yeah, it's a fate and thing. And so he uh, and he did love her. He was all swoony about her and stuff. Yeah. And so, okay, he did love her. And it had to happen. love. It movie had to happen love. that way. Yeah, movie love. But if he didn't love her... It'd be awkward. And he wanted to save the universe... Were and the everyone is there peer pressuring him yeah. into like just saying it i mean i'd say it you would just say it
1: does it know i mean i've definitely like, you could say it without meaning it you can like, say it without, the i mean i've known? definitely i'm
0: not like at all proud of it but i've definitely especially like in my earlier years of life i've definitely like have said things that i didn't necessarily mean yeah. to a person that i was romantically involved with those things were I love you yeah well maybe oh, once God. or twice oh, was my. there a i mean space devil i don't know that's t- that's tough because i definitely in Earth. the moment and the feelings are so strong you definitely think that you mean it i don't know don't beat yourself up over yeah. a man we didn't even know what love was then <laughs> what is i'm not is even is sure it? i still know i know that i love pizza oh but are you in love with pizza? No. Okay. No, no. That's a whole other <laughs> podcast. too. <laughs> We've a lot of ideas here. Yeah. They're all good. We we're like a podcast factory. Mm-hmm. Um So, uh other thoughts about fifth element? I know uh, like oh attention to detail. Oh yeah. Like just ev not just um the, like, just generally, like, every aspect of it, every room they went into, every set had just so many amazing details. There was such a diversity to it. There wasn't, like, this uniform aesthetic that this, like, universe abided by. Like, yeah, kind of like, in, like in, when you watch, like, Star Wars, you know, like, the Rebellion has, like, a specific, like, look to the whole Rebellion. Mm-hmm. The Empire has a specific look to, like, the entire empire yeah but like this like every different location they went to it's, it's a mess it's yeah it's great yeah absolutely a beautiful yes. mess. yes um diva plava laguna oh god the music the uh, music the music Zach, you recognized that scene
1: um yeah so there was that song by that like russian singer vitus uh that <laughs> was like that big thing that was going around on you and so i found a video at one point of that scene dubbed over with that song was
0: it the fast part when it like uh, when the beat kicks in
1: yeah, yeah you know the weird like laughter and i don't even know that's, yeah it's because yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah so it's, it's all like so auto-tuned creepy. and like keyboarded up yeah, and stuff. yeah. it's that part it's great. pretty much um the fight scene yeah actually i don't even know the fight scene is in the video either way it doesn't matter but like that's how i saw that scene but i never heard the music that went with it because it was dubbed over with ridiculous stuff. Oh, okay, so you saw the
0: visuals I saw the visuals,
1: and I was like, what in the hell is this movie? Weird. Okay, that's funny.
0: So, yeah, you can't fully escape the fifth element because it shows up. Uh, I love that scene with the diva because it's so... First of all, I think the music's really awesome. Oh, in general, yeah, the music uh, for the whole thing, great. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but that particular scene is really great. What's the deal with her having the stones inside of her
1: that had to hurt that right? is
0: strange and i don't know i don't know much about kind of bulky that yeah. being or because she must be mostly goo inside she's mostly goo i think i mean <laughs> so the Montachiwa trust her she must be some sort of did a higher- she swallow them did she, like, unhinge her jaw and be like, all right, Jesus. down the hatch? She gave up her entire did, career for that. Did they blend them up into a fine powder and she ate them with a morning smoothie and then reconstituted them? I don't know. Maybe I separately? That would be well, cool. do I don't think that's less likely. Did I didn't see any uh, incision marks, but no. did they, until they Im- shot implant them? Maybe. How was Bruce Willis supposed to get them out of her without someone that- shooting her?
1: I don't know. How was he ever supposed to figure out that they were, like, in her? She said, the stones are in me. Well, yeah, but, like, if she hadn't said that.
0: <laughs> if she hadn't said she
1: hadn't said that, he would never have just been like, oh, I'm just going to stick my hand in this. She's like, the stones are in me. Because she got no, shot. No, no, like,
0: actually, they're, like, in I know, my stomach. Like, you know, I, like, reach on in. I, I would have been, yeah, what does she mean poetically by that? Right, by she's, the, in, she's clearly a very me. famous singer. She must be very deep. Yeah, um, Yeah. I don't know. It was like she was sort of like a bag of holding type <laughs> of situation maybe in her stomach or like a little pocket dimension. Yeah. Uh, she definitely had powers. She psychically told her friends to like talk to Leeloo. Did you notice that part?
1: I didn't notice that, but that's cool. She looks
0: at them like, mm, mm-hmm. I'm showing you stuff of my mind.
1: Whoa. Yeah, so she's on I another level. I want to explore level. that. Give me a whole movie of exploring that so, character. apparently every note
0: – of that aria. Yeah. That that the diva sang was sung by a human voice and they they purposely digitized some of them. The second part, yeah. Yeah, uh but all of those were originally sung by uh a soprano. Sting. But they were uh of uh, the super high notes were all sung in like individually in individual takes. There was no oh, like cool. one, there was like no like like, one-take performance. I mean, that's amazing either way, though, because there's really low notes and really high notes, so that's an awesome singer. No, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think I saw somewhere, someone posted recently that, like, someone actually, like, did this. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. We're getting there, guys. Yeah. Were they blue? Yeah, they were blue, and they <laughs> cool. had tentacles on <laughs> <their> <laughs> head? <laughs> yeah. What was in their stomach? Was it stones? Kidney stones. Oh. That is sad. Um... So yeah, I mean, I thought that was a really interesting thing. I don't know why the stones
1: were in there. I don't know either. I don't know. That was weird. Um, How many stones do you guys think that you could fit in your stomach? In my the, stomach or in size? my torso? Yeah, uh, both. <laughs> but true. you have to remember, you still have organs. Did she have organs or just? I you? don't know. But we know about our biology. I don't I'm think a I can one fit stone. one in my stomach. I'm a one stone kind of guy.
0: I can't fit one of those stones I in I my can stomach. I could make it's it pointy. pointy. I yeah, and look it heavy.
1: Hurt.
0: Yeah, and that it's would, got and it's got ancient alien tech in it. So I, yeah, I imagine they're real heavy. I think I would immediately die.
1: I'm a one stone kind of guy. I don't know about you guys, but Holy
0: shit. I don't know if this is true, but you guys want to hear
1: this? Yes. Well, yeah, obviously. Vin
0: Diesel provided the voice of Finger but didn't receive any on-screen credit.
1: Man, now that's, we have to listen to that. I got to tell you something that actually that brings up it a good sound, point. You
0: know, he's talking about cars. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Fast and Furious cinematic universe. Yeah, hello. Whoa, Ties. Finger
0: is Vin Diesel's great 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 granddad.
1: Wait, you isn't mean Finger like
0: yeah? All right, that's yeah, grandson. <laughs> grandson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah, that's Finger what I said. Right. Grandson. So, yeah. from pitch black. Well,
1: that was kind of my problem, though. I realized that at the end that Finger never came into the movie. I wanted to see what a person named Finger looks like.
0: Finger was Bruce Willis' army buddy, who then started a slash ca- box? Ca- yeah, he started a cab company. Yeah. And he that you only hear from him on the phone. Also, you only hear from uh Corbin Dallas's mother on the phone. Yeah. You learn a lot about Corbin Dallas from phone conversations he has with these two people. It's a very interesting plot device.
1: It's true. Well, and I liked the, the very beginning the first scene they had him in. It was like, you know, you got so much of his backstory and he explained it really fast, but it didn't feel like cheap exposition, which I really appreciated about this movie. Yep.
0: True, true, true. All right.
1: Um, final
0: thoughts. I know obviously for me, uh, I, uh, once again, enjoyed the movie even more than I did previous views. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, love too. this movie. I love this movie still.
1: Yeah, I really thought it held up uh, good. for the first time I ever saw it. Oh,
0: uh, uh, yeah, so it was better than the other times that you didn't see it.
1: Exactly. It was so much better than all the time I spent not watching it. That's awesome, man. Wait, I think I just implied that my entire life was nothing compared to this movie. Wow.
0: Well, at least That's it wasn't as good as it is right
1: now. Yeah, now I can go and live knowing that I've seen this. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh I want to thank uh Zach Think for so. being on the podcast. Zach, is there uh, anything you're doing that yeah, you want to what, talk Yeah, what you're about you're, you're like close. in a band called doing, Middle Kid.
1: I'm doing this today. Um I'm yeah, I'm in a band called Middle Kid. You could go to you go to uh middlekid.bandcamp.com. You listen to some music. We're going to be uh recording soon and then there's going to be more music.
0: Fantastic.
1: Yeah. It's really good. That's pretty pretty exciting. Uh well, thank you again for being here. You
0: got any shows coming up that you want to plug? Anything after next Friday? Uh, Wait, I mean or, I'm sorry, this Friday. This, this Friday, right now, today. March 30th. Is it the 30th? <laughs> is <laughs> it, it is
1: the 30th on
0: It's the 30th on the time that this right releases. Now.
1: <laughs> right okay. now. We assume everyone listens to it the day of. Yeah. I'm playing a show at a place called Dragonland on the 30th. You mean right now? Today, you uh, mean tonight, today? Get
0: there. Get there right yeah. now.
1: Where is that? Somewhere in Parkville. I don't think I even Which have is where? Out. Is like right outside of Baltimore. Okay. All right. Parkville,
0: I Baltimore. Think, <laughs> Get,
1: yeah. out there.
0: Dragonland. House shows. You should be listening to this on in the car on, on the your way, way there. On the way to Dragonland. While Land. watching The Fifth Element. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, my. Uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, if you got email, send them to now O V at com. Just like Zach did. He sent us, uh, just the, just word for word lyrics of higher ground by Stevie wonder as played by the red hot chili peppers. From. Thanks for that. Zach. Yes. Thanks. Zach. I really thought that it was a joke at the end, <laughs> Yeah, but those are the real lyrics. And I really thought that, Oh, I was like, Stevenos. Oh, oh we, we got an email. No, it's just a joke email from Zach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but seriously, send us emails. We, we want to hear from you. And also, uh, if you would like to, you can always uh, support us by donating any amount uh, to patreon.com slash the annual, like our friend Zach here has done. Three bucks a month. And uh, again, we've got premium content uh, coming out soon. Uh, Trevor, parting what words of wisdom for our listeners. Yeah, actually. Um, if there's one mistake I noticed the villains making consistently in this film, it's not checking the box before you get onto the spaceship or get even to your destination. If you have a thing that you're trying to get, maybe it's just from the supermarket or, you know, you check your carton of eggs, Mm -hmm. you know, before you check it out to make sure there's no little cracks. Yeah. If you need something that's very, very important, just look and make sure that it's in a in the box that you think that it's going to
1: be in. Because you might just be bringing an empty box. That happened to me at Taco Bell so many times. Check yeah. for the
0: sauce. Check, they for sometimes sauce. check for the food. And your yeah. fifth item. All right, folks. Remember to please check and replace the batteries in your smoke detectors. And we'll see you next week. right now.